Hello, everybody. Welcome to Money Sucks. I am your podcast host, Eric Hudzik. I am on the line with, yes, you got it, the mystic from the Midwest, the oracle, the man that uh, saves money any way he can, and he's going to tell you how to do it also because we're trying to avoid a money suck. And it's the weirdest thing, and tell me if I am right about this whole show, it's the weirdest okay. thing when something that would give you money throughout the years and all of a sudden it stops or it slows down to such a point that it's not giving you money anymore. It's kind of a weird feeling, isn't it? It surely is. And uh, the big surprise, get ready for this. Give us a drum roll if you can. Do you have a drum roll there? <laughs> drum roll. Surprising. It all happened because of the government. Oh, big surprise there, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Rules and regulations, correct? Rules and regulations, right. Rules and regulations. And someone in Washington, D.C., sitting behind a desk, made the rules and regulations for something that he didn't even know what it was. Yeah, I, I know. and Or it was part of something else. And then it, the, it rolled out, right? Boy, you hit that right on the head. It was part of something else. In fact, it was should have been a part all by itself. And they did put it in another category where it didn't belong. It, it's it, it's it's laughable. So you got a laughing soundtrack there? <laughs> yeah, I do somewhere. I can't remember where it is. But <laughs> well, we don't we don't need a soundtrack. You do good enough yourself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, on on this note, yeah, we're talking about uh, something that uh, was a money um, not suck. It would put money in your pocket but then it stopped but the hard thing is to find out when that is now i will tell you some people when they have their own job they they're self-employed the one thing you got the one thing that you get is you have a job forever but that's not really true especially well you'll have that job but the job that you might have to pay for or maybe that job might disappear because things do change so that's one thing you got to be uh, careful of so i want to tell you a story it is, um, uh, this is the other side. You can be employed and, um, and not get fired, but you know what? Your job becomes a money suck. Here's the story. Guy was a salesman for a oil company in the Chicagoland area and, um, they have territories and, uh, to save money, that company got rid of a lot of their sales force. So, Lucky this guy gets more territories. Now, normally with a salesmanship, you get more territories. That's great for you. But not always because what happened was he was running around to all these other places um, up north, Wisconsin and such. And um, he had to take care of all these territories. And then he got back to the office as he's taking care of everything else. Uh, the job of two other salesmen, not just one other salesman, but two other salesmen. He gets back and they he finds out that they're cutting his salary. They want to cut it like by forty percent. Well, guess mm. what? Yeah, how about it, right? I mean, my yeah. goodness. Uh -huh. So what he did is he quit. It was time to cut the cord. Sometimes it's just not worth it. Right. All right. Right. And and that was a guy with a job, and uh, he even though you know, and, and that was just recently. So that was in this economy. This. This uh, thing that's happening right now, everybody's dealing with it, and um, he left. But you have a different story. You, well, one day, it was wild. You told me that you said, Eric, I want to fly. It was just amazing. You just said <laughs> you just wanted to fly. I guess you found this thing that you loved, and um, you found a way to turn that into a business. Yes, I did, yes. Uh, 
Uh, let me give you a little background. Uh, Sunshine and I decided to take a trip all the way out to the West Coast and through the uh, Western United States and then coming back through Canada, going uh, east uh, through Canada. And when we got out there, we met uh, Sunshine's uh, cousin and he had an airplane. Well, he took us up for a ride and it was really great. And it, like you say, I, I always wanted to fly. One of my uncles was a pilot and he taught other pilots how to land on aircraft carriers. So I was really intrigued with the flying part. So anyhow, he said, uh, on the way back, why don't you stop at Oshkosh Air Show? That's in Wisconsin. And I said, well, okay, yeah, you know, we'll think about it. And I didn't think about it anymore, but we're driving back. We're coming down through Wisconsin and I said, sunshine, this is where your cousin is. Why don't we go in and see, see if we can find them? And she said, okay. So we stopped at Oshkosh, the air show. And we're walking around and I was interested in, in a gyrocopter. And while we're looking for the gyrocopter uh, booth, we saw this powered parachute booth. Well, I saw the powered parachutes flying and I thought they were the funniest looking thing. I just sort of laughed at them. And why would anyone want to fly something like that? Well, the people in the booth, asked Sunshine and I if we wanted to sit in one of their powered parachutes while they were shooting a commercial. Awesome. Well, you know, I've been in show business and I've done a lot a lot of uh, acting like that. Or, and, and so we, we sat there and they said, hey, after the show, we're, we're going out to this uh, farmer's field. We're giving people rights. Coming out, we'll give you right. I Okay, that's great. So Sunshine went up first and she flew around with the instructor uh, and, and she landed, came over to me and, and said, Osho, you don't have to go for a ride because we're going to buy one. I was shocked out of my mind. We're going to buy one that fast. So we, we, we walked around. We looked at one of the booths that had a, a powered parachute there, and we bought one right on the spot. So that was the start. So that's my background. Yeah. And, and so you bought one, and now you have this money suck, really. It's a toy. It's a, it's a um, amenity um, that you have. and um, and also, I want to tell you, so even to play with your toy, you had to find places to play with your toy, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. We had to find an airport or big flat area where someone will let you fly out of. All right. So you're loving this thing. You're having fun with it, although you got to find areas to fly. And I remember sometimes it was hard because some of these places didn't want you to fly out of their uh, areas, Correct. Right, yeah. The the uh, the owner, the landowner, would think that would be a liability, and if anyone got hurt on his property, they could sue him or her, and they just didn't want us there at all. But we were lucky. We uh, went past the Joliet Airport, and we saw that uh, there was another fellow flying there, so we stopped there, and they said, "Yeah, we can fly out of there." All right, cool. So you're flying out of there, and things are going well. You've got this great toy. What? possessed you or what made you decide to make it a business well that's very interesting also the owner of the factory was just getting started in manufacturing the powered parachutes and he he uh talked with me a couple times and he said uh osho we need a distributor or a dealer and i said sure i'd I'd love to be your dealer so i became an instructor so i could show these to people take them out for flights and and then sell them and that's how we got started. I became the instructor. We were a dealer. We started out slow, but but we did pretty good. That's cool. So things are going well. You you got your uh, distributing. You're flying out. 
Um, at this point, do you do you have the uh, property that you have now? No, we didn't have that property. We had to. We had an RV and we had a trailer for the powered parachute, and we had to drive out there. But one of the persons that I sold a powered parachute to owned 200 acres of land, and he said, "Osho, how would you like to buy some land for me, and you can start a little airport here?" Well, we were doing pretty good by then, so. I purchased 10 acres of property, built my home on that property, built a hangar for the powered parachutes. That's how well we were doing. And I had a great business going. It was just really fantastic. Powered parachutes, as far as the government was concerned, they didn't even call them airplanes or any nautical air airship at all. They called them vehicles, powered parachute vehicles. And so... Uh-huh. The government didn't want to have anything to do with us because they didn't know what to do with us because we flew so low and slow and they just didn't know what to do. So I got the property. I've got the classroom now. I've got a lot of people that want to fly. I have a lot of people buying power parachutes and it just worked out really great. It was a cost of about $150 a year for me to be licensed and that worked out good. All right, so you got this thing. Things are going well. You got the property in a, kind of a neat way. Then the government steps in. Oh, the government steps in. Yeah, and that uh, was, yeah, that red was tape. a downer. Yeah, red tape. Yeah, yeah, it, but it's laughable. It's funny. It's so it's so funny. It's so bad. What happened was they wanted to start a new category for airplanes, and they came out with what they called sport pilot aircraft. And the sport pilot aircraft could go 115 miles an hour. It could weigh over 1,200 pounds. And it had to have an end number and it had to have an annual and all other kinds of things. So they didn't know what to do with us. So they put us in, believe it or not, with the aircraft. And, and we fly at 30. Go I was going to say, because I know you fly slow. You said 30? Is that what you fly 30, at? 30. Yes. 30. Yeah. Yeah. We can't go any faster because if we try to go faster, give it more throttle, go faster, it just climbs. It goes if up. we try yeah. to go slower, we pull back on the throttle and it comes down. So it's 30 miles an hour going flat, going up and going down. It's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> got it. Wow, that's great. All right. So everything's going well. You got the property. You got this business. Things are booming along. And then what happens? Well, like I said, the government stepped in. And the first thing they wanted us to do is to be exactly like an airplane. So we had to have an N number. That's a special number that aircraft have for the FAA. So we applied for that. And believe it or not, that was only $5. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh, no. But then that's we, great. No, we, yeah. It, 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 but then you had to go to a person, an inspector, to get an airworthiness certificate. And that was $350. Oh. So we got the N number. The $350, and then guess what happened? The state of Illinois decided that we are no longer a vehicle. We are an aircraft, and the state of Illinois can tax us. So we had to pay back sales tax. Uh, luckily, luckily, and this is funny, luckily we didn't have to pay any uh, back penalties. Yeah. Oh, any and back luckily, penalties? Oh, isn't that nice of them? <laughs> no back penalties. Yeah, yeah, no back penalties. <laughs> Even though this thing's brand new. Mm-hmm. So now we have the end number. We paid our back penalty, not not the back penalties, but we paid the sales tax to the state. And then we found out we had to have a powered parachute inspection every year, just like an airplane. An airplane, 
and a lot of people don't know this, has to go full, through a full inspection. They take everything apart. They check everything on the aircraft. Well, that can cost all the way up to four or $5,000 for an aircraft, the regular one. Whoa. But luckily, ours was somewhere between 300 and 500 awesome. But the funny part, again, is there were no powered parachute inspectors. <laughs> it... <laughs> It never had to be inspected in the past, so they made this rule, and there's no inspectors. Oh, that's so funny. So not only do you have to pay for an inspector, you can't find an inspector to pay. <laughs> so anyhow, we, we we got through that, and I don't know how, but we got through it. Awkward. Then we found out that we have to have a regular pilot's license. Awkward. It's a sport pilot license, but it's a regular pilot license. And to get that, you had to take it two or three more tests and each one of those tests you had to pay for whether it was through a private tester or this uh faa uh tester so we had to pay for that and that was i think about 150 dollars gone up to about 300 i think now so you have to take the biannual test every two years now the state found out, well, wait, maybe uh, they don't have a state license plate. And so uh, you have to buy a state license plate now. It's a oh sticker. It's like, what, it's a sticker <laughs> like they put on boats, but you have to buy that, that little sticker. You think that, huh, they don't have a pilot license to be a pilot. So now we have to pay a tax for the powered parachute flying pilot. And so it just went on and on and on like that. Now, the sad part is it just didn't affect us as pilots, but now all the factories that made powered parachutes had to be certified also, and that was $100,000 minimum, and then it would go up from Whoa. there, depends what kind of powered parachute you're making, Whoa. and they had to build one, and that one had to be certified by the FAA again, and then they could build the kits after that. So we used to have between 13 and 15 manufacturers back in the day, uh, about eight years ago. Now we're down to two. Yeah. And these two are selling mostly to Europe because Europe is just starting to get into part parachute uh, activity. So it's hard to get parts. If you have any part parachutes from the manufacturers that aren't in business anymore, you can't get parts. And so... That was bad, too. So we had all of these money sucks that just should not have been there at all. But the government, you know how they are. They they, they just want to tax you to death. And so we got taxed all the way down the line from there. Now, getting back to we didn't have any inspectors. We didn't have any. We Oh, we, we had about, oh, about 500 instructors back then. We had quite a few instructors. Yeah, that's now, a good number. Now, now that, that's across the United States. Oh, okay. About 500 right. or more. I, I, I'm keeping that down sort of low. Now we have 12 inspectors in the United States. Many states don't even have an, uh, an instructor. So luckily I am an instructor, so I can instruct. But no one wants to buy one because the prices went way up. It costs over $3,000 to get your pilot's license now, and it takes about six months to do it. And we can't fly too much during the wintertime because we're in an open cockpit, you know, with the air going by, a 30-mile-an-hour wind coming at your face at, you know, at 35 degrees. It's, it's pretty cool. So the funny part about this, the money-sucked part about this is beware of the government, beware of all those rules. 
I'm sure that many, many businesses, like you said at the beginning, had to go out of business because of certain rules that the government put onto them. And most people or a lot of people, they had more invested than I did. I still have my power parachute to fly, but it has to be a hobby now. But I still have to get the end number and uh, every year. I have to get my biannual every year. I have to pay the taxes. I have to do all of that. Oh, and I forgot to tell you this. There's more. So when Wait, I, there's yeah, more. There's more. There's more. Wait. <clears throat> when I bought my 10 acres, it was farmland, and I thought I could just keep the grass cut and I'd be okay. But no, I had to have a special use permit to fly powered parachutes off this ground. So the county now said you have to have a special use permit, and to get one, it's going to cost you about $5,000. Oh, my so goodness. So right at the beginning, boom, a $5,000 deficit. Deficit. Oh, deficit. 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 There you go. Watch, watch, your, yeah. watch your language, I, young man. I, I, I almost said the wrong thing. In fact, I think I did. But anyhow... <laughs> There, there it is right there. The government stepped again in again. All the governments, it was the state, it was the local, it was the county. Uh, then it was Washington, the FAA, because all airplanes are under the FAA, Federal Air Regulations. And they all just want this money sucked. So be careful when you do get into business. Look at all the ins and outs because you might have a lot of money sucks that you don't know about. A lot of business people open up the business because they're good at what they're selling, but they don't know anything about the marketing and the business side of a business, and that's where a lot of people fail. Right, right. And I want to, with everything that went on, what what point, because I want people to know if they're in that predicament right now, what point mm -hmm. did you decide, did you look at the numbers? Did it just feel wrong? Did, was there just a mountain of – it sounds like a mountain of just regulations where you said, oh, forget this. What you know? What made you say, okay – because you were doing this for a number of years. How many years has it been? Do you have any idea? It's been a while, right? 20? 20? 20, 24. 24. That's a career. Okay, so for 24 years. And what what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Well, at the beginning, we were building and building and building. Not buildings, but we are building our, our – pilot training we're building our flying yeah. we're building yeah. introductory flight lessons building and, the business and we, we, yeah in the business and and we had all of these other money sucks out of the way and we're making a profit it worked out real well then when the government stepped in with all of these rules uh, people did not want to buy a powered parachute because there are too many rules too hard to get into it so it slowly dwindled down we weren't getting the pilots for training we weren't selling. One year I sold 15 powered parachutes, and that worked out real well because it was a pretty good commission on them. Yeah. But then I, I, it was down to three or four, then it was down to one or two, and then one year we didn't sell any. So we had no money coming in with the powered parachutes. We had no money coming in with the training. We still had the taxes on the land. We still had to get the heat, the electricity, the gasoline, et cetera. So I started looking at all the regulations that cost money, all the items around the airport and myself that cost money. And it just became, I guess it was a mental thing. It was an emotional thing that I thought, I can't do this anymore. I can't hang on to this. And I tried hanging on for a year or two, hoping that we'd get better. And then the virus struck. 
and we can't hold classes. I can't have a person sitting next to me in the pirate picture and train them. So it was it was a, a no brainer. After a while, you know, I'm still emotional, thinking, "Hey, I I want to do that." Luckily, I can still go out and fly uh, with, with sunshine. That's great. We can do that. But to make money at it now, can't do it right now. The pirate parachute is a toy. It's a money suck. It's like owning a, a, a hot rod car or a show car. It costs you money to keep it up. So if you're not making the money, I was making money to fly. I'm not flying, so I'm not making money. So it had to go. Well, there you go, everybody. I just wanted to uh, find out about that and, and know that it wasn't an emotional thing. You can see the numbers, but you can also see with emotion that it's time to quit. And when it's time to quit, it's time to quit and look for something else, right? Yes, that's that's what it is, and uh, it's hard to do it, and a lot of people just wait too long to, to do it. They're hoping it'll keep on going, but be careful. If it's money-sucking a lot, just don't, don't – it's like gambling. It, it is a gamble, and, you know, in gambling, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and if you think you're losing, stop as soon as you can. There you go. Well, Osho, thank you for sharing your story. Um, I hope people – understand what's going on and and they realize that maybe it's time for them to quit. I mean, you did it for 24 years. Um, but with your life, you, you've done other things too. So you switch off and and you find the next great, big, uh, fun thing to do, right? Yeah. Uh, sunshine and I are talking about that, wondering what we're going to do now, because like you said, we've done lots of different things and, and we've had a great time. We've had a great run at it. And, and I don't feel bad about doing this. In fact, I, completed a lot of people's bucket list they wanted to fly they want to learn how to fly or they just wanted to go up and i would let them fly the machine and they got a big thrill out of that i let them land it with my instruction of course and so it was i i was helping people and i felt really good about that and people that were scared of heights we would talk them through that and that that was a really good feeling when they got down. They give me a hug and said, "That's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Thank you, thank you, Osho. That was great." And so I miss that too. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is that is one thing you will do miss the, the old stuff, but then you go on to new things, and and the next adventure awaits. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's think positive and think. My next adventure will be going to the moon. <laughs> There you go. Whether it be physically or or uh, maybe maybe you'll you, maybe you'll get into a thing like uh, Bitcoin and it'll go to the moon figuratively and you'll be happy too. You know, you never right, know. Right, right, right. All right. Yes, right. All right. Life is an adventure. Enjoy Life it. Life is an adventure. All right, everybody. I've been Eric Hudzik, your host, and I was with Osho. Everybody have a great day, and thank you for listening. Oh, and by the way, thank you, Terry Finnegan, for this great music. Have a great day, everybody.